So I was having a socially distanced pint with uh, Gary, Gaz, as I like to call him. Lester's our link, you know, we go way back. Uh, for those of you who don't know who I'm talking about, I'm talking about Gary Lineker. Yeah, you know, Walker's man. <laughs> what a guy. And I said to him, Gaz, level with me here. We're having a pint, just you and me. What's going on with this VAR thing? And he was like, whoa. Just, I'm going to stop you there, Dev. We can't talk about this. It's too emotive a topic. It's too divisive. And I said, Gary, what kind of a society are we if we can't trust our referees? What does that say about us? And he was like, Dev, I know what you're saying, but please don't make me talk about this right now. I said, all right, I'll drop it. But let the record state that I brought it up I wanted to engage in that conversation and you said no. And he was like, fine. I'm prepared for the record to state that. He's a great guy, Gary, you know, but it's taken the spontaneity out of the sport, this VAR, hasn't it? For goodness sake. So that's the first thing that I learnt on this podcast. I'm an avid fan of football. I love it. Absolutely adore the game. I watch it, I don't know, once every two years. That's my commitment. And I also learn on this podcast, you learn a lot of things on these podcasts, don't you? That a beach ball can actually make all the difference. It can change people's lives, can't it really? To worldies around the world. Clink. Welcome back, absolute worldy football podcast listener, to the 50th ever episode of the absolute worldy football podcast. Kyle, how the devil are you? I'm good. Holy hell, 50 episodes. Too many. It's We've too been many. getting on top of it for such a long time. We have been getting on top of it. That's not what we say. Getting ahead of it. <laughs> We've been getting on top of it. Hey, Natasha Anderson's here. Oh, hi. I'm so happy to be on top of everything. <laughs> We are glad that you're here to keep my sound bites in check. <laughs> oh, how are you? I am good. I am good and COVID free. How are you guys? Similarly COVID free. Good's a strong word. <laughs> I was going to say something really glib about COVID. I'm not going to. It's still awful. It is awful, but the rules have relaxed enough that the three of us can be in the same room at the same time a meter apart. Woo! You're so close yet so far. Yes, but footballers can like... Like, hug each other and, and stuff. I they're mean, supposed to not, but then, you know, they're grappling. I want to hug a footballer. Get yourself down the stadium. Don't sounds like, you've, sounds, like, sounds like you've had a very specific kind of COVID, <laughs> Natasha Anderson. It's been a long lockdown. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I watch it and I'm like, right, so I'm sure like 50% of our listeners have watched the game since it came back on. I watch it and I'm like, it is weird. But I know they're all getting tested all the time, but it is weird that they're like, 
hugging and like kissing each other after goals and like going in for tackles and manhandling each other. It's weird to watch. Well, we watched our first episode, uh, our last episode was the first Premier League game back and they were being pretty coy. They weren't so tough. Now they forgot they're just all over each other. It's yeah. like going from like uh, secondary school dance to university nightclub. That's what it's gone from. And how. And how. <laughs> That's such a good analogy. Tash, when you're watching that in the lockdown that you've been experiencing, which footballer are you thinking you want to hug? You know what? I realised the other, other day I was watching Bournemouth. Mm. Their team is ridiculously attractive. Like I, Bournemouth's so tasty. Why? I am a new fan. Two words. Tyrone Mings. Oh. Ooh. He Ooh. is gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, Bournemouth, Bournemouth have a very attractive team. They do. It's very strange. They're also going to get relegated, so you won't see them anymore. I mean, but then I can get cheaper tickets <laughs> <laughs> to support my boys. <laughs> That's what you've been relying on. <laughs> Less expenditure. <laughs> That's how I get my man. All that money I've saved in lockdown is going to go on Bournemouth. You can pop your cherry. <gasps> oh, very good. Very good. Bournemouth, of course, to our casual listener, aka the cherries. Otherwise, that was pretty disgusting. It was yeah. gross, yeah. You want to know what an absolute worldie is? I'll tell you what an absolute worldie is. An absolute worldie is two lads getting together to talk about football for people that don't know anything about football. Like me. I don't know anything about football. I don't even really like it. But I do find it interesting, the culture, the history. I love the in-depth analysis that they go into about sport, 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 sport. Um, it's fantastic fun. It's got Kyle, it's got Joel, it's usually got Amy Fleming. Other guests are available and maybe they should ask them back every once in a while we learn on the most one of our most famous episodes Paul Skulls in a bit in eating a kebab which yeah. is the very first time you joined us yes uh, that of course you're an avid Cockney Red <laughs> yes avid Cockney Red avid Cockney Red a <laughs> Manchester United fan you must be delighted with Manchester United's form uh in this uh, post-lockdown, post-COVID period. I am, I am. I'm really enjoying it. I'm obviously enjoying Mason. He's doing great. And I was always a big fan of Ollie, So I'm all for it. I'm not, however, impressed with the fact that Man City are now back in the Champions League. Oh, this is topical, listener. This is like the most topical we've been in weeks. I'm going to break it down for the listener who doesn't know... That was just another foreign language. Let's start again. (laughs) Okay. Tash, you, you seem to be on such... Close personal, first person terms with your Man United players that you, you don't even say the surname. No. Help the listener out. Mason, who? Mason Greenwood, that's it? Yeah, yeah that's what. 18 year old Wunderkind, as they say in Germany. But he's English. Yep. And Ollie, who? Ollie got a social. And who's he? He's our manager. And can we sing the song, Kyle? Ollie's at the wheel. Join in, Ted. <laughs> How good does it feel? I just like you guys. We got it. Sanchez, Paul Pogba, and Fred. Marcus Rashford's a Macmillan and bread. <laughs> to the tune of Water Waterfalls by the Stone, Stone Roses, Roses. Yeah, which we learned in the last. Time. We did learn that in the last episode. <laughs> I'm going to just do a corrections corner already. If you're thinking, that's not Waterfalls by TLC, you're right, it's Waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> Waterfall. 
Waterfalls by TLC would be quite good for a football song. Don't go chasing Mason Greenwood. Um, Please, you uh, you also mentioned the fact that Manchester City, previously banned from the Champions League for two seasons for financial irreg- irregularities, yeah, will happen today on uh, Monday, July the thirteenth. Their ban was lifted. Why? I I don't even know why because like oh, conspiracy and just anti Man United sentiment. How do you feel? <laughs> I feel anger. I feel anger. My mum, who's a Man City fan, Boo. like. Rather than say anything to me, she just sent me the link to the new story. <laughs> Were you in the house together? No, she's away, which uh, makes it even worse. That's such good mum She's trolling. on holiday, and she took time out of her holiday to troll me about it. No words, just link. Just link. What a bitch. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's only had half a glass of wine. <laughs> Oh dear. Well, look, we'll make it up to you, right? You're a United fan. Um, there's a Manchester United football match on the telly tonight. There is. And um, we've got you here for a watch along. Yeah. And we could, of course, watch Manchester United versus Southampton and have a takeaway. But in the words of Chris Tarrant, we don't want to give you that. (laughs) (laughs) We want to give you the real quiz. League One playoff final, Wembley Stadium. No one's there. We're we're pretty close. We could probably hear it if there were people yeah. there. <laughs> it's the League One playoff final between Wickham Wanderers and Oxford United. I mean, great. Hi, Kyle and Joel. Um, happy 50th episode. Um, I love being on your podcast. My name is Rowan McCloskey. Don't know if you need that. Done now. Um, I loved being on your podcast. It was so fun uh, to talk shit about football both quite serious but also stuff that doesn't matter whatsoever honestly guys still not 100% sure what a worldie is bon 50th lots of love (laughs) (laughs) the quality of football is going to be high you're going to have a whale of a time it's going to be brilliant promise you it's a watch along episode listener you know how it goes we have a chat before the game. We watch the first half. We order a takeaway during the first half. We eat the takeaway. We have a chat at halftime. We watch the second half. We have a chat at the end. And we plug the takeaway even though they don't give us any money. And I <laughs> might have another half glass of wine. <laughs> Tash, how, like, when you hear the words Wickham Wanderers versus Oxford United, what do you see? Um, I see skill. I see in-depth uh, player management. Um, and I hopefully see a lot of controversial decisions. I potentially see a lack of skill, not much player management, and a dull nil-nil draw. <laughs> what are the permutations, Kyle? What does this mean? What will happen tonight, with depending on the result? There, this game must be decided tonight, so we could be here till 11. We might need another bottle of wine, guys. <laughs> we will if there's penalties. Um, the winner goes into the championship, which is the second tier of English football. Not even the Premier League, but a big deal for both these clubs. Neither of these clubs have been in the top, the second tier of English football, I think, in this century. I mean... Have you heard of uh, Wickham Wanderers before? I have heard of Wickham Wanderers before. I've heard of Oxford United before. I'm not going to lie. My knowledge on them is sparse. I'm not going to lie to you. So is mine. We'll <laughs> learn together. We'll laugh together. The the chair boys versus the Oxfords. 
<laughs> Do you not know the Oxford United I think nickname? they're the cows. Listener, you must know, or you've looked. Will have looked it up by the time we talk to you again. But uh, if you know, and you're shouting, the Riverman. If you're, <laughs> it's the yellows versus the two different shades of blue. Based on no prior knowledge, no understanding of what has happened in the season, Natasha Anderson. Can I have a result prediction, please? I think. It's probably going to be 1-1 at full time. Oh, I'm, I'm hoping for penalties. I love a penalty shootout. <laughs> I can tell you, Oxford won a penalty shootout in the semi-final to get here already. And it was a 1-1 draw. They know how that goes. See? They've done that. Joel? 2-1 Wickham. 4-1 Wickham. Well. We will see you at half time when we have some food. What's it going to be, guys? Quickly, throw some ideas in the hat. Last time it was Dutch. Dutch. We talked about Dutch and settled on Turkish tonight. Meatballs? I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> we'll tell you it's after this. With a chance of. There are many reasons to listen to the Absolute Worldy football co- podcast. Um, number one, you'll have a laugh, and it's just—it's just a nice chat, isn't it? I don't know. It's just relaxing. It's like Sunday dinner, you know. Well, hello. <laughs> this is Ashraf. Um, checking in with the absolute world, you guys. I had an absolute blast on your show. This is funny. Um, I've learned that football fans are the biggest gossip. Plural. So on the one hand, you've got all the anecdotal stuff. Highlights include Kyle getting very drunk during the quarantine Zoom pub quiz. The ongoing debacle around Joel's trainers. A very important question. What will the gentleman do? with their hair during quarantine. Um, I had a great time um, with croissants um, and drank coffee. I learned the offside rule. Barry McStay here, wishing you a happy 50th birthday. God, you're so old. You're nearly as old as this season's Premier League. I can't remember what a world he is. It was was just a bit chaotic, really, Um, but it was so much fun. Um, what we learn is that we shouldn't ever go on live TV because we swear like absolute troopers um, and that we don't actually know so much about football <laughs> and what is it to be a worldie uh, it feels great um, I, I just, you, do, you do feel quite special um, that's about it I don't think I've said anything interesting and we are back and many things have happened uh, the first of which is that the food came at half time, and so we made a collective decision not to uh, record. Not to record. <laughs> For the first time ever in a watch along, we just did before the game, not in the middle, and now at the end. <laughs> uh, that's that was one of the things that's happened. What else has happened? We're on our second bottle of wine. That's well. I mean, they didn't need to know that bit, but good. I, th- I feel it's explicit. Yeah, I, th- I feel it was implied. <laughs> Some football happened. Oh my god, didn't it just? Guys. League One playoffs. Who is in the championship? I can't quite hear you at the back. Wickham Wanderers. The Chair Boys. <laughs> That's their nickname. It's such a stupid nickname. Tash, tell us about their manager, Gareth Ainsworth. Oh, what a ledge. Like, one, the box dye hair was, like, spectacular. The shirt that glistens under the lights of Wembley, as well as the patent belt, the skin tight trouser straight jean fiasco, and also the <laughs> crocodile shoes. Thank you for working from top to bottom. 
I just what a what a man. What a man. I I fully want him to have the best things in life. Yeah. I like I mean let's be honest guys. What's happened here is uh it was one nil at half time to Wickham. Um Oxford equalized with a quite fluky but quite magnificent worldy of a goal. And then an Wickham, actual worldie. An actual worldie happened. Uh and then Wickham scored a penalty uh, and won the game. But what's really happened is we have bought in hook, line and sinker wholesale to the Wickham Wanderers narrative. I mean, just the, the post-match shenanigans on the pitch were just marvellous. I just feel like they have such a beautiful energy amongst the team and that they all really care and they all really deserve great things. I couldn't agree more. Well, this Wickham team, they are, as the manager was saying in the, in the post-match interview, they are one of the lowest budgeted teams in League One. So we're talking about a team that probably some of their players are are on lower than average wage, maybe in terms of in terms of the country. They're they're not high played players, and they've just done an incredible thing to beat teams that have a budget probably of some 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 of the players in some of the top teams in that league will be on twenty five thousand thirty thousand a week. These players might be on a tenth of that. Mm. It's amazing. It's a very exciting time for them. Yeah, first time ever in the second division of uh, English football, uh, the championship. First time ever to get to that level. Uh, every single player played his part, including the beast, Adiak and Fenwa. I mean, what a legend. Adibayo Ak and Fenwa. I mean, just honestly, um, uh, we spoke about... Uh, did we speak about him in the first half? Can't even remember. Um, but he is, he is famous for being the largest uh, footballer... Uh, going. He's broad as anything. Doesn't look like a footballer. He comes on for the last 25 minutes. He marauds around the pitch. He gets stuck in. He is just a, a joy to behold. But let's face it, the most exciting thing was his response at the end of the game. Hold on, hold on. Tell me what we did, because I, I, I don't know what we did. Tell me what we just did. Well, you've got yourself a place in the championship. I don't think they heard you in the back. Up on one tell, <laughs> tell me what we did. You've got yourself a place in the championship. Hey, hey, look, look. Let me calm down. Let me calm down. Four years ago, Four years ago, I stood in front of you and I was technically unemployed. Four years ago, I was here and I was technically unemployed. That's correct. And what did you say? Let me tell you something. The only person that can hit me up on WhatsApp this time is Klopp. So we can celebrate together. You get me? I just, I just loved every second. It, it felt like it was his Oscars ceremony moment. <laughs> like he won. Not only did he win Best Director. Best original screenplay, best performance of a male actor, but he also won best film. Like, he was insane. Like, he was praying everywhere, he was worshipping, he was bringing the, the people praying. in. I just like, I think there are people on Wicked Wanderers who weren't religious before they met him, but he's just brought it in. Yeah. I'm thinking of a specific player that he took into the corner, near the corner flag, to have their own little private prayer, the two of them. Yeah. Like, he was about. Half of the man's age, thirty-eight years old, and half of his size, and they were praying up a storm. So, if you if you aren't familiar, uh, we suggest you follow him on YouTube. The link will be in the description of this uh, podcast. Uh, he is he's an extraordinarily uh, inspirational, influential guy. Um, let's, if we can, talk, talk about the serious thing for a minute because it is a really amazing moment. In fact, they asked him about this on Sky Sports in the interview because um, he was racially abused on the pitch last week. 
Yeah. And to have this kind of flip around, turn around moment. He, but I think my favourite thing that I've heard in an interview in a long time was, um, in some ways, this kind of sort of rallying, defiant cry of, it doesn't really matter what anyone says about you, it's what you feel about yourself. Yeah. Um, which, because he's such an unusual looking footballer and he gets bullied all the time, is such an amazing thing to hear. He just had a wonderful spirit. I really enjoyed it. I just like, I think we need more people like him. He was fabulous. And so eloquent as well. So Mm. eloquent. You don't see many footballers talking to the person who's interviewing them after the game in a dialogue. Usually it's like, here's your question, footballer. Here's my generic answer, sir. And he was having a back and forth with this guy saying, sorry, I can't quite hear you. What did you say? What was that? Who's in the championship? It was, it was just like the call and response with an interviewer. Yeah. yeah. It's mad. And you can tell with the players on the team that they really look up to him. They really love him. And like, he just seems like there's a captain on the team and it's not the actual captain. It's him. He yeah. is the one who's yeah. keeping the team together. Unquestionably. Um, the, the story, listener, which if you're into narrative as much as the three of us are, goes that uh, four years ago he got to a playoff final. The playoffs are held between the teams who don't finish at the very, very top of the division. They finish just below and eventually you get to two, two teams. They have a playoff at Wembley and the winner gets promoted to the division above. Well, a few years ago, uh, Akin Fenwell was playing for Wimbledon in a playoff final and he scored a penalty and Wimbledon won. And at the final whistle, he gave an interview to Sky Sports in which he said, yeah, it was amazing. It was a brilliant feeling. What an extraordinary thing. But uh, if anyone, any manager wants to hit me up on WhatsApp, I think I'm technically unemployed now because Wimbledon didn't renew his contract. So it goes full circle. And there's this excellent moment where he was talking about the WhatsApp message during the interview at the end of the game, just being like, screw that situation. Like, this is the one I'm all about. And he thanked God for it as well. Who answered that WhatsApp? Gareth Ainsworth took on a 34-year-old striker. So most people were retiring around that age. Four years later, he's 38. Is he going to play in the second tier of English football for the first time in his career at 38? Will Gareth take him? You've got to think he must. If he doesn't, I personally (laughs) will be protesting outside of Gareth. I'll take all his shiny shirts and burn them and the polyester will go up in flames. I'm so angry. There's been a lot of um, there's been a lot of PR about Gareth Ainsworth and, and the players get asked about him a lot and it's a bit tight, it looks like your dad but he <laughs> he wears lucky leather shoes no sorry, snakeskin shoes snakes, yeah I think it's snakeskin he wears a leather jacket normally on the sidelines and he drives an orange Ford Mustang and he's in a rock band and some I heard an interview with the, with Joe Jacobson who scored the winning penalty last week and he, he was asked have you ever been to one of his gigs and he went nah <laughs> I don't think the team ever go and see him. So I'm, this is like, I really hope that in the next couple of weeks, when they can play, maybe they're playing an outside gig and the whole team just turns up and be amazing. Mm. Getting down to some old classics. You just feel like they all love each other so much they'd support each other. In there that was way. a real, to quote you on this podcast some time ago, camaraderie amongst, <laughs> amongst that team, especially at the final whistle, as Carl chomps down on some cake and ice cream. It's uh, the party! 50th episode birthday cake, and it's our 50th birthday episode cake. Thoroughly enjoyed dissecting essentially my primary school love life or lack of it, through uh, the medium of a football podcast. I learned that footballers are bad boys. Actually, no, I already knew footballers were really bad boys. But I, I learned that like a lot of them are well into filming each other when they're having sex. Okay, that's an over-exaggeration, not a lot of them. 
but one dude, his mates came in and filmed him having sex with somebody. Okay, fair dues. That's what being on a team means. Nice. It is not Tottenham Hale Football Club, it's Tottenham Hotspurs. Hope I've remembered that right. In uh, South America, there is a Welsh colony and they sing the Welsh National Anthem. Well, I kind of knew that. I learned actually that I can't sing the Welsh National Anthem very well. Uh, I think I just can't sing very well. Football players are not only um, skilled and talented professional athletes, some of them are hot, some of them are hot to Trotsky. You've got to admire them for their physical um, beauty. Okay, here's nearly three and a half minutes. That's probably too long, but you can cut this, hopefully. Wickham Wanderers are in the championship, guys. It was 2-1. It was um, a fairly average game of football culminating in some joyful, uplifting, beautiful scenes. Uh, what did we eat? That's what the listeners are really wanting to know. We weren't there at half-time to tell them. We were only here at full-time. Uh, we had Lebanese, did we? We had Lebanese. What did we think? I enjoyed it. It was quite filling. It's more carbs than I've had in a while. Yes, I know what you mean. It was in a silver tray, like the sort of thing that you can just throw straight in the bin, which I respect. Yeah. I don't I don't have to stir it up. I want to eat it and then bin it. They're like, they went for full takeaway energy with that. They it were was like, Gad's takeaway with a Z from Finsbury Park. Gad's? Yeah, Gad's. G-A-D-Z. Gad's, Gad's Cafe. I liked it. Like Dad's Cafe. Gad's Cafe. Fully, fully, fully on Gad's wavelength. So, Tash, obviously we didn't watch Man United tonight. No. We're checking the score. <laughs> I um, think it's still 2-1. Uh, guys. What? Full time. 2-2. Yep. <gasps> what a result. Big result in the Premier League. We... Who cares about Man United? I don't care about Man United. Who I do we care, care about, about now? Wickham Wanderers. Wanderers. No, I still love you, Man United. <laughs> we should put out a little shout for Oxford. Yes, they played well. Uh, did they? Did they? <laughs> did they? <laughs> oh, I was being magnanimous. <laughs> magnanimous about them. They barely turned up. <laughs> they they didn't. Like their, their goal was a fluke. Sykes went to cross it, went in. Absolute world of a goal. He was over the moon to score a wonder goal at Wembley. But the whole undercurrent to all of the celebrations that we saw and the commiserations of Oxford, there's no fans there. It was a bit weird. It was weird to watch. It was very strange. I've been to a couple of playoff finals. Uh, been to one where the team that I was nominally supporting lost and we sort of trooped out having given them a little round of applause and I've been to one where the team I was nominally supporting won and that was epic we were just dancing and the on the stands on the third tier at Wembley vertiginous view of the pitch as they jumped around and sprayed champagne on each other Tasha we've been to a playoff game together I think we did yeah we was it a Brentford one I feel like it was Preston Potentially. Preston Brentford? No, it wasn't Preston mm. Brentford. Why were you in Preston? Well, you no, were Wembley. I think. <laughs> you probably scored some tickets off someone. Um, um, I was at the West Ham playoff when they got promoted back to the Premier League. Ooh, the Championship playoff, the famous £90 million game. Is that yeah. next week, Carl? Uh, no, it's at least two weeks. Because the Championship hasn't finished. Championship finished a week on Wednesday. But we, we've all been to playoff games. They the are... fact is, it's an amazing experience and these players had to celebrate and commiserate without their fans there. That's mm. a strange experience for them. It did, it, did, it did make for a remarkable viewing, actually. It was more yeah. intense than normal. Um, I, I quite liked it because you got to really concentrate on the team and their celebrations. Though watching them FaceTime their families because they couldn't be there mm. was also like Touching. tugging at the heartstrings. Touching. The entirety, from the end of the game onwards, it's been a very emotional time. I mean, and I'm Carl crying just, inside. Carl's just spilt ice cream all down his hand. Mm. I'm all good, guys. <laughs> I'm all good. 
I'm so, blind all the time. Uh, so, we're all fans of Wickham Wanderers. Yeah. We're all huge fans of Adiak and Fenwa. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Gareth Ainsworth and his snakeskin shoes. Snakeskin? Crocodile. Crocodile shoes. That one. Uh, we'll be watching them in the Championship next year. And more importantly, Natasha Anderson, you came on our 50th episode. Yay! I mean, technically it's season 5, episode 8, but 50th episode. Oh, Only Joel remembers what season we're in. <laughs> uh, I think if either listeners refer... De- in, no, they don't. They don't. They don't. I'm but, so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. I've really enjoyed the party. Uh, I mean... I feel like been... touched to share this Wickham moment. None of us are Wickham fans, and now we're all no. Wickham fans. I feel like this sums up our podcast. In the past, we've been fans of Morecambe. We've been fans of Forest Green. We've certainly been fans of Russia. <laughs> uh, we've been fans of the French uh, Women's World Cup team uh, and here we are let's be honest fully paid up members of the what are they called the chair chair chairmans the chair boys <laughs> the chairmans I don't think they are did we discover what Oxford United's nickname was the U's as in you is in you for United because there's also an Oxford City and their badge is rubbish as me and Tash looked up mm-hmm. we did loads of research at half time Joe what were you doing Eaton? yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Their badge looks like a five-year-old drew it. Ugh, shut up, Oxford City. Yeah. And Oxford United. We're Wickham Wanderers fans. Who are you? <laughs> well, this is tailing off. <laughs> um, it's been an absolute joy, a privilege, and a pleasure. Listener, if you're still with us now, uh, apologies for, uh, you know, breaking the format of the Watch Along episode, but uh, I think you'll agree the emotion that we all brought back from this Wickham match uh, is enough compensation for that. Kyle... What do you expect from the next 50 Absolute Worldy Football Podcasts? Sponsorship. <laughs> Tash? Just more Weldies. More Weldies. Great. <laughs> we actually got a Weldie tonight. We did we get did. Well, We've undersold how good that goal was. That was a really good goal. We've loved having you here. 50, 50 down, 50 more. You'll be with us on the 100th. Absolutely. I can't wait, guys. Uh, and until that point, when can people find you on the old Twitter and Instagrams? On the old Twitter and Instagrams, at Tashi McTasherson. That's where I am for top comedy bands, because we're not allowed in pubs. <laughs> Is it Tashasson or Tasherson? Tashi McTasherson. Good to know. And that's it for this 50th episode of the Absolute Worldly Football Podcast. <laughs> Goodbye. That was the Absolute Weldy Football Podcast by Kyle Ross and Joel Samuels with theme music by Adam Janosz-Bazowski and Amar Chada Patel. Absolute Weldy is dedicated to the memory of Liam Seeker. Please do remember to like, share, subscribe, follow us at Weldy Podcast on Twitter, Absolute Weldy Football Podcast on Instagram, and drop us a line anytime at absoluteweldypodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and goodbye. Hello, uh, I'm ex-theatre legend Rhys Owen uh, and I appeared on an episode of Absolute Weldy Football Podcast uh, called Bros Went to My School. Uh, it was one of the most listened to episodes, I believe, <laughs> for about maybe a week and a half. Um, let's see, what was it like being on a podcast? It's, well, it's with two absolute dream boats, um, two absolute legends in their fields and out of their fields. Kick ball.